Okay, quiet on the set, everybody. Stand by. Roll camera. Speed. Roll sound. Speed. Market. And cue talent. Hello and welcome. This week in production, is it hindsight or short sight? This week in production is produced by Art Aldrich. The thoughts and opinions expressed here are undoubtedly his own. You can reach Art at thisweekinproduction at gmail.com. This is Don McGee. To book me for voiceovers, please call 908-451-6760. Thanks. What a week this has been. I had a job in Chicago that just got maligned with travel complications on top of the recent passing of my mom this week led to just a, a complicated and confusing and maddening, maddening week. Yes. Yes. It said my mom, who was 92, passed away from complications of breast cancer. She had a good, uh, a good long life, and and the end was, the end was as good as it could have been for anyone. My wife gets a lot of credit for taking care of her in in the two years since my dad passed. So that was sad, and uh, we had been prepared for it. But you're, you know, you're never really prepared for it. But uh, that was the beginning of my week, leading into a job on Sunday that was involving travel to Chicago. Normally, the crew would travel in on Saturday for a Sunday setup, a Monday event, and then travel home Tuesday. That was our uh, status quo for 2022. But in the corporate world, there were some budget cutbacks, and the client wanted to know if we could scale back on the uh, extra travel day, especially when it's not uh, mandated West Coast. I mandated it's too long of a trip for most to do a, a six-hour cross-country flight and then a setup. So those jobs are still mandated as uh, Saturday travel. But anything other than that uh, experience, they wanted to basically save money and cut back. And I don't know if that is short-sighted or you know hindsight being twenty twenty. Not really sure, but the reality was a storm was ripping through the East Coast, Newark, New Jersey being the hub for United, my airline of choice. So here was the original plan for Chicago prior to travel from hell. The van left on Saturday for Chicago. It's about a 12-hour drive not counting stops, and they left Saturday morning. That was Brandoni and uh, Grandpa Cortese. They left for Chicago, and uh, no problems there. Saturday evening, uh, Lou Lita was driving down from Boston. He had some family obligations in the area, so he had asked to fly out of Newark with us. We were going to meet Saturday evening, maybe have a drink, and then um, everyone, uh, you know, early morning at Newark airport on Sunday, Saturday evening, though, I got a notification from United saying in a uh, preemptive move, we are canceling your flight from Newark to Chicago. 
and um, we will, you know, reschedule you when available or something to that effect. And they tried to reschedule me. The, the rescheduled flight from Newark to Chicago was Monday afternoon. And uh, of course, that didn't work because it was a, uh, you know, Monday morning event. So that wasn't going to work. But I, I get the problem. The problem is that inbound flights were not able to get into Newark because of the storm. They didn't want to get crews out of position. They didn't want to have crews time out. So it's a preemptive move to try to save the schedule for the rest of the week. Um, flights that were in Newark, one, I think, did get out from Newark to Chicago that was already booked. It was a 9 a.m. We were taking an earlier flight. Of course, there were no seats available on that flight. Otherwise, I would have gotten on it. So the first thing I did was I reached out to the client and I said, listen, um, this is going to be a problem for us. Uh, I'm wanting to see what your feeling is, what the temperature is. Do you want us to do whatever we can do to possibly fly out Saturday evening? You know, maybe there was an 11 p.m. flight that we could get on and, and get out there for setup day. Or if you, you know, thought we could maybe get out sometime Sunday or Monday, not be there on time. And given that this was like a slightly scaled back event, the client was not as concerned about having everybody be there um, for setup on Sunday. Now, I had the truck there with the gear. I had a small crew who would be able to get into Chicago without any complications, but what I was lacking was camera operators and potentially uh, DIT from Boston. So those were the mysteries, like who could get there from the camera department, who could get there from uh, DIT, and would we have enough to get a crew? So I immediately go into the um, command center, if you will, and start looking at options for rescheduling myself. When there's a weather cancellation on the airline, it, when they cancel the flight, that ticket is 100% refundable by cash, you know, or whatever your payment method is, not travel credit. So I knew I had that going for me. I'd be able to get that money back. I could apply that um, towards a new flight. I started looking at what my options were. United, uh, via their app, is very good at proactively trying to rebook you on itineraries. They had me at one point scheduled to go on Sunday from Newark to Burlington, Vermont, and then wait five hours and then take a Burlington to Chicago connection. And I I was okay with that if that was going to work. But of course, the storm Sunday was moving up through Boston, Vermont, that whole Northeast corridor. So I, I really wasn't confident that that was going to happen. But that was what they had scheduled for me. And then, of course, when I checked back on the computer, that had been canceled again. Not sure if it was a capacity issue or what. So I was stuck with the automatic booking Monday, you know, afternoon. So I knew I needed to find an alternate route. I started looking at other airlines that might have capacity. 
I did find a JetBlue flight on Monday morning that would have gotten me in at 10.30. Not ideal because our event was going to start around 6 a.m. on Monday morning, set up and things like that. I could roll in a little later knowing that you know, I would have crew on the ground to get set up going, but not not ideal. But I booked it knowing, again, I would have 24 hours to cancel. But if you don't hold your place in line, if you don't book your seats, I, I knew they were going to all fill up from all the other travelers that were getting st- stranded. You You have to attack this head on. And right away to really get yourself, you know, rebooked. And again, the airlines will try to do it. United will try to do it, but it's not always in your best interest. Sometimes it's based on what their seating availability is. So I booked a JetBlue flight. That would be Kennedy to Chicago Monday morning. And I had that in my pocket. I then started looking at other cities where United would fly that might get me in earlier. I couldn't really get anything solid on Sunday. There was one flight that was going Newark to Portland, Maine, and then Portland, Maine to Chicago Sunday night. I wasn't really that confident, again, because the storm was moving northeast, and those cities were further northeast than Newark. I wasn't really confident that those were going to be good choices. Those are not big airports to begin with, so I didn't think that was a good option. I did find a United flight that was going out of Albany to Chicago on Monday morning, and that seemed like it would be earlier than the JetBlue flight, so I booked that one as well. So I had two different itineraries on two different airlines to go Monday, and I felt if I could get in Monday early enough that I could still manage the job knowing I had Boston and the rest of the crew from Houston and L.A. um, traveling in. The question was whether Boston was going to get out. And I didn't know that on Saturday. I didn't know that on Saturday. I didn't even know that on Sunday morning because their flight was 10 a.m. So the the two Boston crew members who were flying uh, on Sunday – I was not sure that they were going to get out. If they didn't get out, and because of the way the schedule was, their flight hadn't been canceled, I couldn't just hedge my bet and start booking flights for them. I needed that flight to cancel before I did so. So I I was really a little bit on a wing and a prayer that they were going to make it. If they didn't make it, I was going to have to get locals. I had a local contact that I could reach out to and possibly add crew locally again not ideal, but this was like, you know, disaster planning, plan D, E, and F, uh, you know, just not, not ideal, but you do what you have to do at that point. But I still wasn't feeling confident. I was still hoping to find something for Sunday, but there was nothing really good. And to get in late on Sunday after that sort of hodgepodge of travel, I didn't, I didn't see a big benefit to that. If I could get out early Monday morning, I felt like that would be my best bet. Still further looking through the system on United, I found a 6 a.m. flight out of Baltimore that got in at 7.30, and that would get me and the crew to the course by, let's say, 9. That was very manageable, so I booked that one. And then I ran into a problem with the JetBlue 
slash American flight. I had booked it as a JetBlue ticket on JetBlue.com. And they have this partnership with American, which I think is going away now by the federal, you know, by federal law. But right now it is an absolute disaster. You book it on JetBlue, you get a JetBlue confirmation code. You also get an American Airlines confirmation code. But the problem was I couldn't cancel that ticket on JetBlue or American. JetBlue said, oh, it's an American, you know, confirmation code, even though I had a JetBlue code, you know, you have to go to American and cancel it. Go to the American website. They're saying, we can't cancel this flight online. You have to call. And the phone lines, as you can imagine, were completely jammed up. I get a special United phone number because I'm a 1K flyer. And that number was jammed up as well. And I mean, you can just imagine all the people, 1,300 flights wind up getting canceled on Sunday. So you can imagine the travel chaos of people calling to rebook themselves. I get it. I mean, I wasn't surprised. So, you know, you try to operate around the roadblocks. I booked the Baltimore flight on United, but I, I couldn't get through to American to cancel. And I knew I had to cancel that. Otherwise, I'd get stuck for $2,500 for that round trip. So I called American and I got this uh, wait, you know, wait time is two to three hours. I, I put in, you know, my mobile number for a callback and they called me back at like 3.30 a.m., which I knew was going to happen. So I was basically up looking for flights anyway at that point. So I was, you know, I knew I wasn't going to sleep much anyway, but the plan was, Cancel the American slash JetBlue flight, and then Sunday afternoon, drive with the three crew, Lou, Christian, and George, drive down to Baltimore, stay overnight Sunday night near the airport, and then get on a 6 a.m. United flight to Chicago, and then immediately drive straight to the course to do setup and production. So that was the plan. I let everyone know that the schedule was in flux. This is just, you know, nonstop texts, phone calls, emails, talking with the client. The client was having their own problems with their side getting out. And I, I knew that it was just going to be just crazy for everybody. We drove down Sunday in the rain to Baltimore. It took about four and a half hours to get there with traffic on, on 95 and whatnot. We had a, a meal. We got to sleep early. We got up. We wound up um, leaving our car at the hotel. They have a very convenient discounted price to park, even if you're not staying at the hotel. Let me back up and tell you about the other little nightmare that uh, could have been a problem. But thanks to a tip from my friend and guest, Darren Bailey, TWIP episode 100, uh, November 18th of 2021. Darren gave me a great tip about rental cars, where if you can't get a car for the days that you're looking for, try to extend your rental period to a greater number of days, because sometimes they magically have cars if you want them for a week or two versus a day or two. And I had a car booked Sunday to Tuesday, but I needed to modify the reservation because I wasn't coming in on Sunday and I didn't want the, you know, 
the reservation to be canceled with a no-show. So I went to National, logged in, tried to modify my reservation. And of course, when I changed it to be Monday, there were magically no cars available. I canceled the reservation, tried to make a new reservation, could not get a car for Monday and Tuesday in Chicago. We needed a, a minivan or an SUV, couldn't get anything. Sold out, I think were the actual words used by National. So I reached into my memory bank. I remember the tip that Darren gave me. I made my reservation for a week and magically there was a rental car minivan available at National in Chicago. So I booked that, returned it early, no big deal. But I got to say thanks, Darren, for that tip that really went a long way. So I have everything prepared. Plans are laid. We're driving to Baltimore. The New York crew plus Lulita and myself, we're going to drive to Baltimore, stay overnight, get up early and go on Monday morning to Chicago. My only worry at this point was whether the Boston crew, Johnny C and Tommy C, if they would get to Chicago or not. And their flight was supposed to leave at 10 a.m., and I was tracking it, and they pushed back, and then they waited, and then they rolled back to the gate. They deplaned. So all of this was very, very up in the air, and I was a little concerned about them not getting out because, again, if they didn't get out, they were not going to be on the job because they wouldn't make it in time having to be rebooked you know, sometime Monday or Tuesday at the earliest. So I was in constant communication on the drive down, watching uh, – airplane updates from uh, different apps that I use to track plane progress. And luckily, by hook or by crook, I think around 2 p.m., they got wheels up. So I knew I had had the core crew in place in Chicago on Sunday to, to do what they had to do to get set up and get prepared for Monday. I knew we would get in because the weather in Baltimore – the storm had already pulled out. It was going up the East Coast. That was my thought. Going south would be better than going north and getting in stuck in the storm. That seemed fine. Everything went well. We got to Chicago. We did the job. It was a little, little frantic just being there the day of the setup, but we got the job done. Then, just for an added kick in the pants, we had an early flight back to Baltimore. And I'd been checking. I'd been checking United's website to see if I could even get back into Newark on uh, Tuesday. No availability at all. I mean, just you can imagine the backlog of passengers trying to travel. So stay the course, go back to Baltimore, drive, you know, three, four hours back to New York when that's done and try to put this whole thing in the rearview mirror. We get to the airport. Lulita has one check bag. Everyone else is carry on only. We go through security and bang, I get a, an alert update from United saying, guess what? Your flight's been delayed two and a half hours. Not like a deal breaker. I mean, we were there. We were there early for the flight, but not what you want to hear. Like, oh, great. We're going to be sitting around for another two hours. Now we're going to get to Baltimore. We're going to, you know, be in traffic you know, during rush hour, which we were trying to avoid. So we go to the United Club, which I have a paid membership for. 
and they have dedicated travel agents at the clubs. Sometimes it's easier to deal with them than deal with the counters or sometimes even the app. So there was a flight going to Washington Dulles, IAD airport code, if you play airport bingo, IAD, and that was leaving at 7 a.m., around the same time that we were supposed to depart, but it was on time and it had seats. The only problem was they couldn't guarantee that Mr. Lita's bag would get routed onto the new flight. So we weren't certain. I mean, really, we weren't certain. We said, okay, well, you have to think about it. And we we had a quick bite. We discussed it. We said, you know what? The problem is that this flight that's um, supposed to go from Chicago to Baltimore, it's waiting for crew to arrive on another flight. If that doesn't happen or there's another delay, like we could be stuck here longer. So why don't we make the change to IAD, hoping that the bag gets there, but at the very least, the bag could be delivered to Lou at his house, worst case scenario. So we get we get on that flight. That flight leaves on time. We get to IAD, and the plan was maybe to take the train up to you know Baltimore BWI Airport, um, and then get the shuttle to the hotel, and then get the car, and then drive back. Of course, um, it just everything was a little complicated. We wound up taking an Uber because that seemed the most convenient, and it was probably the same price as taking the train when all said and done and it was just more convenient so we we get to dulles there's no bag for lulita the status says unknown in the bag tracking like it shows that it was trying to be routed to the dulles flight didn't make it we asked the the guy at baggage he said no it's going to be on the baltimore flight so we said, okay, let's just see what happens with that flight. If it gets in on time, maybe we'll stop on the way up as we're going to BWI anyway, and we'll get the bag and we'll continue on back to New York. And uh, and that's what we did. We took the Uber, took an hour to get to BWI, and then we waited. We had a quick bite for lunch, went over to the airport, picked up the bag, Drove home in a combination of thunderstorms and traffic and, you know, another 12 plus hour day for travel. And it's been a long time since I've had that sort of level of punch in the face travel experience. Just, it was just brutal, brutal, brutal. I mean, there's nothing you can do. I mean, I know that I just have not had that happen in a long time and and maybe that's fortunate it's um you know the law of averages at some point it's bound to happen to you and i've been very lucky it hasn't happened more often with the amount of travel i'm doing and i guess the wisdom that i can share with you is is this do not assume the airline rescheduling will happen in a timely manner do not assume that the airline rerouting will be your best case scenario. They are really just looking to get passengers out of the affected airport on any route that has seats, even if it's longer or potentially more prone to cancellation. If they can clear you from the delayed hub anywhere, they will try to do that first. So do not just 
accept that as the only option. Sometimes it is, depending on where you are, but sometimes it's not. And time is your enemy because everybody is trying to rebook. So you need to be diligent about just getting on a computer or on a phone. I find the phone sometimes is the slowest method of rerouting yourself. Um, United has an app which lets you do some uh, texting. I haven't really used that for this particular uh, situation, but I was using the app to look for flights and see seating availability and pricing. That's usually my first go-to route, though I do have that special number that I can call. I mean, you have to use all your tools. You have to know what tools you have in your bag. If you're at the club and the club has a airline desk with uh, customer service agents, you know, that's also a good option, especially if you're in the terminal and you're at the, the general public customer service. Those tend to be slammed the most, but you have to be proactive and you have to fight, <laughs> fight your way through it. And hopefully you can manage it with the minimal amount of impact. I mean, sometimes it's not minimal. Sometimes it's chaos and disastrous. But, you know, this is the thing. This is what I was trying to avoid last year with the Saturday travel day. If that had happened this time around, we probably would have flown early Saturday anyway, probably tried to get some recreation in, like some golf or something. And we would have been in Chicago without any issue of uh, travel delays. But, you know, is it short-sighted? Maybe. You know, I get it. Like, money sometimes is a factor. I think at the end of the day, if we went early versus the extra cost involved, the hotels, um, the cars, the extra stuff, it probably would have been a wash for cost. And it was just more chaos and stress. And of course, no one wants more stress. Everyone wants less stress. So I'm going back to the client and I'm going to lobby for Saturday dedicated travel days for all jobs. Not sure what will happen there, but that was my week in a nutshell. I'm glad it's in the rearview mirror. We are back on the road for Another back-to-back event, two more events back-to-back. One is less complicated because it's closer. Hopefully, no more travel nightmares, but of course, if there are, you'll hear it here. For This Week in Production, I'm Art Aldridge. Thanks for listening.